It is official, folks. The Carolina Hurricanes have finally brought back Tony D'Angelo after a long time waiting for this deal to finally happen. I will be discussing why and what his role will be playing, as well as are they now out on Eric Carlson in this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes. Your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On podcast network your team every day and as always thank you for making locked on hurricanes your first listen of this late monday night early tuesday morning and it happened yesterday afternoon folks or monday afternoon depending on when you're listening to it but july 25th 2020 or july 24th excuse me 2023 it finally happened the carolina hurricanes uh, officially brought back defenseman Tony D'Angelo. This was one that uh, we figured would be happening for quite a while. It was originally looking like it would be a trade between the Hurricanes and the Flyers, with, at the time, the Flyers retaining uh, 50% of D'Angelo's salary. Uh, and the Hurricanes, yeah, obviously, the other 50 at the time, they would be paying him uh, $2.5 million AAV. Now, that is not the case. He was signed one year, uh, $1.6, I think, $7.5 million uh, AAV. So they did get him uh, much cheaper than they initially would have. Uh, we had spent... Obviously, I talked about with Andrew uh, last week about this, and it felt like you know the Flyers, you know, just kind of got tired of waiting around uh, for whether it be the Hurricanes or whoever else uh, to make a trade with. So they obviously you know, bought him out, and you know then uh, obviously as we were talking about today, the Hurricanes signed him in free agency, and yeah, this is a deal that has happened it's one that i am not a huge fan of um i know andrew's not as well we'll get his thoughts on this uh more later on in the week but yeah it's just one that didn't make sense for the hurricanes to be making because they were fine uh in terms of the defensemen that they have right now, they didn't need to bring in Tony D'Angelo again. They didn't need to do that. And that's what makes it so odd about this. Uh, because, you know, right now, you know, you look at you know, your defensemen, you have Jacob Slavin, you have uh, Brent Burns, you have Brady Shea, you have Brett Pesci, you have Dimitri Orlov, you have Jalen Chatfield. Now you throw D'Angelo in the mix. And that's very, as of right now, he's the odd man out. And, you know, we've talked about at length 
uh, of him, you know, whenever the trade was initially looking like it was going to happen, when it got put on hold, when it would be able to happen again, and then just didn't happen. It would have been July 9th that the trade originally could have happened. Uh, but it, he's good offensively, but defensively, he's a, he's a liability. And, you know, it, we saw it many times in you know, his year or in his season here of his defensive shortcomings, uh, you know, coming off of a really poor year there in Philly as well, which I think is why the Hurricanes were able to get him as cheap as they did, which, you know, that's good, I guess. Uh, the fact that they weren't having to pay him so much. Uh, and then it is just a one-year deal. So, you know, you, you look at this, and I just don't know where he is going to fit. And that's going to be really interesting to see uh, because, you know, again, like I said, he's the odd man out now. So what role is he going to play? Why did they bring him back? Okay, I get, you know, you want to have like a little bit of depth there at the defenseman position. You know, you saw it uh, last year. You've seen it quite a while. You know, the Hurricanes here just have that extra defenseman on them. You know, Calvin DeHaan, uh, he played that role some. Dylan Coglin, who's another guy that was brought back too. You know, I totally forgot about him. You know, as we're uh, sitting here talking, uh, you know, so now you have him also. So because he signed a one year one way deal, I believe, and yeah, it's just they have a lot of guys there, and you know, you have a whole extra pairing now with Coglin and D'Angelo. So it's, I really feel like, yeah, there's going to be more moves made uh, by the Hurricanes. Yeah, bringing him in again, like I said, you also still have Coglin in the mix also. So you have these two extra defensemen there. And you got to figure out, again, like I've already said, why did they bring him back? And then what is his role going to be? And I will be discussing why they may have brought him back and what his role will be on the team this coming season right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, it is baseball season. You guys know that we love baseball here on Locked on Hurricanes. You see me yet again wearing my Detroit Tigers shirt. You know, Andrew, he reps his Kansas City Royals all the time and if you are you know whether it be a tigers fan royals fan whatever you can take your first swing at betting on mlb with FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount back in bonus bets up to 200 that's right just 20 bucks and you'll land 200 in bonus bets win or lose that's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to score the first home run. All that on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. No waiting around. There's no better place to bet on the MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. 
Now diving back into the Hurricanes of bringing bringing back Tony D'Angelo, and you know we know you know what he can bring to the table offensively, and I think that is going to be the main reason as to why he was brought back. They want that offensive defenseman, and you know they've seen you know what he can do in this hurricane system they know he can be successful in it uh offensively now what's going to be interesting is where he ends up slotting in he's obviously not going to be on the first pairing with jacob slavin again that is brent burns home now d'angelo will not be there uh so you know you looking at him potentially on the third pairing you know, alongside Jalen Chatfield, maybe, or he, maybe he's not even a guy that's slotting into the lineup normally. I, I think that, you know, with them bringing him back, I do think that there, this is making it even more likely that we will see Shea and or Pesci gone, uh, being traded somewhere else. I don't know, but I do think that this kind, this may you know, really be pushing that of like, all right, yeah, they're just going ahead and getting prepared. Like they know it's going to be happening and they're just, you know, just bringing someone uh, on in, you know, just to go ahead and fill that hole who it is. I don't know. Uh, but I, I do think that that is, it could be you know, a contingency plan, really, of Cher Pesci being gone. Or, yeah, I, I think that's the main thing here because, you know, you like I said, Jacob Slave and Brent Burns, those guys aren't getting split up. We've said a lot that we could see you know, it being Orlov and Pesci there on the second pairing and then it being uh, Shea and Chatfield on the third. Now, it, Again, then you have D'Angelo and Coglin as well as the extras. Now, as I'm sitting here talking about this, I remembered that Chatfield is on a two-way deal, so he technically could get sent down to the AHL, but the Hurricanes do not have an affiliate right now, and they probably won't this season. I mean, anything can happen, but probably not going to happen when it comes to that. So I don't see him going down to the AHL, but he'd be the easiest guy to do it uh, to. And then you have D'Angelo slot in there, but I don't know if I'd want to do that. Uh, Jalen Chatfield, he really holds that third pairing together. We saw what he can do uh, these past couple seasons, you know, in, you know, his first one, uh, with the Hurricanes, you know, when he got that initial call up and, you know, really surprised everyone with just how good he was. He earned himself that two-year extension. And then last year, he was a guy that, you know, like Seth Jarvis, the year before, he forced, you know, the Hurricanes' hand of keeping him in the NHL rather than sending him back to Chicago because he was playing that good for them. And he didn't miss a game uh, aside from being hurt. It wasn't like he got scratched or anything like that. When he missed a 
when he missed time, it was because he was hurt, not a healthy extra. So I don't see him being the guy to get sent. Orlov, you, know, you just spent all that money on him. He's not going anywhere. Same with Jacob Slavin and Brent Burns. They're not going anywhere. So it, it is very much like I think that someone's probably going to be moving out. And that is why D'Angelo was brought back. What his role will be, I think, ultimately depends on who moves, really. You know, if, you know, you move Brady Shea, you know, like I said, you know, feel like Dmitry Orlov, he'll be slotting there beside Brett Pesci. If you move Brett Pesci, I guess, you know, you put D'Angelo there on that right side on the second pairing, and then you have Orlov and D'Angelo, and then you have uh, Shea and uh, Chatfield there on the third pairing. Maybe that's how things shake out. Uh, this is something that we're obviously not going to know what is going to happen until it happens. It's you know July 25th, you know, as I'm recording this at 1220 in the morning. You know, it, it's not going to be you know, later on today that we're going to know, at least I don't think so. You know, but anything could happen. We've seen that as uh, we've recorded in the past of things happening during or after, but it's not one I see happening anytime soon. So this is really something we're just going to have to wait out and see. But, you know, the Hurricanes had been linked to Eric Carlson for quite a while. And, you know, him being a, you know, just coming off of winning the Norris and being such a powerhouse offensively uh, and the Hurricanes now bringing in uh, offensive defenseman. Does this mean that they may be out on Eric Carlson now? Was this their backup plan? I will talk about that and give my thoughts on that right after this quick break, folks. All right, folks, we are back. and. The question I just posed was now that the Hurricanes have signed D'Angelo, are they out on Eric Carlson? You know, again, you're know, coming off a hundred point season, winning the Norris. You know, he's requested a trade out of San Jose to a contender, and it's looking like it's been down to you know the Hurricanes and the Penguins being the two biggest names there. Uh, I know Seattle had been in the mix, and then there was Ah, God, who was the other team? I forget uh, the other team that Andrew mentioned that uh, Carlson talked about in the uh, Swedish uh, whatever that he uh, spoke Swedish news outlet that he had spoken to. But now it feels like because for a while we are feeling that with the reason the Hurricanes hadn't made that trade uh with philly to bring in d'angelo and then after he was bought out signing him uh that way you know was it because you know they thought you know there was still a chance that they could get carlson and you know i think it yeah at the time i was definitely thinking that that was the case and you never know it still could be the case they still could be able to make the move for him uh and we've talked about that at length, you know, the, you know, the things they'd have to do, move money out, 
you know, get San Jose to retain some salary, potentially, you know, get a third team involved to pick up some salary as well. So that was one that, you know, it still could happen. You know, we've said before, you know, in talking about potential trade there, you know, do you, you figure Shea or Pesci will get moved? Do they move both now that they've signed D'Angelo? And then having uh, Orlov and Carlson and then D'Angelo and Chatfield there on the third pairing. Do they do that? I think it's fair. I do think that with them signing him, I do think it maybe lessens the chances of them landing Carlson. Maybe it does swing more in uh, Pittsburgh's favor now uh, because, you know, from everything we had heard was the Hurricanes and the Penguins being the front runners to land Eric Carlson. You know, maybe this does move Pittsburgh ahead a little bit more. I don't know. Uh, obviously, anything can happen, as I keep saying. But it does feel like, okay, maybe they're you know, preparing for something. Uh, you know, bringing folks in, you know, you know because, you know, Maybe they know someone's going to be moving on uh, and getting traded. I, I do think that with them bringing D'Angelo in, that's almost a guarantee now of someone is going to get traded because, you know, I you look at it and especially with cap space being as important as it is and the Hurricanes being uh, close, pretty darn close to the cap now and then signing him at that $1.675 million. again, not you know a massive, massive salary. It, it's lower than what they initially were going to be having to pay him with the trade. As I said earlier, they were going to have to be paying uh, $2.5 million then. So you knock nearly a million off of that. So that's good. But yeah, you paid him that much you're not really going to want him being the healthy extra. And I don't see that happening. I think someone is definitely going to be traded. I don't think the Hurricanes are out completely on Eric Carlson. I do think that that trade, again, it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot. They're going to have to move, possibly at this point, Shea and Pesci you know, to make the room, not only salary cap-wise, but also just you know for the lineup <laughs> they're gonna have to move uh some folks around and you know we'll we'll see what happens with that i don't think it's been i don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility but yeah you know it, it does make you make you think a little bit about the moves that are going to be coming because moves are definitely going to be coming i can almost a guarantee that that they're going to be doing something sooner rather than later as far as a trade but we'll we'll see on that you know then you look at other you know names that the hurricane's been linked to you know whether it be in free agency like vladimir tarasenko again the the way the cap it how close the hurricanes are to the cap every little penny matters now every contract they're going to be signing you know that much closer to uh the cap ceiling so, you know, what are they going to do? You know, I feel like there's definitely going to be more moves coming. I feel this is just the first of a larger move. I, I think that that's what this one is. 
they're getting ready for something else. Again, Shea and or Pesci being moved out and onto somewhere new. I think this is just the first step in that. They're just getting stuff in line. And it is what it is uh, with this move. Um, it doesn't really make a lot of sense uh, because, again, the as the Hurricanes are right now, they didn't need to sign him. They didn't need to sign him. But they did. They have yet another uh, right shot defenseman. They got a bunch of those now. So you bring in another one and it's just like, what's going to happen now? Like I said, I, this, you know, just makes me feel like the, it's a, a, the first step in something larger. I, I, again, I think there is going to be another, there's going to be more moves coming soon. Shay, Pesci, whoever, I think that's going to be happening soon. And that's why they're bringing D'Angelo back again. Yeah. You know what he can do offensively. Uh, and, and he can quarterback a power play unit kind of figure as it stands right now with him being back. May he may be that guy of quarterbacking that second power play unit. If they bring back, if they bring in Carlson, then I think you'll go to him, but we'll just have to wait and see on this stuff. Uh, As we say all the time, it's not stuff you can rush. It's ones that, you know, just got to wait and see what happens. Just got to take it day by day. Maybe it happens today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week. I don't know. You don't know. So we're just going to find out together, folks. So make sure you're following the show along on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. He's not here today, but make sure you are following my co-host Andrew on Twitter at a schnitt 53 on Twitter. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. We're going to get Andrew's thoughts on the Hurricanes bringing back Tony D'Angelo and more. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. And as always, folks, let's go Canes.